I'm Shauna Van Bogart, and this is Just Being. So I'm at this 4th of July party years ago, and I'm in that typical get-to-know-you conversation pattern that happens. You know, when you meet someone for the first time, and without fail, the question comes up, what do you do? My response at that time was, I'm in PR. And then I would quickly change the subject. Now, I was not in PR. I mean, kind of, I could claim that was the umbrella industry I was in, sort of. But really, I was just avoiding the question because I was so deeply uncomfortable talking about what it is that I was doing. I hated the elevator pitch. I hated searching for those words to talk about myself. I was totally uncomfortable in my own skin about it. And I just wanted to avoid that question at all costs. Now, this sucks because when you own your own business, your baby that you created from the ground up and you don't even want to talk about it, that is not a good place to be. So I was an image consultant and a good one. I was a good image consultant, an area of expertise that came super innately to me. I very, very much enjoyed it, especially my first two years in business. It, without fail, felt like the absolute best decision that I had ever made. I would argue it was, at the time, the best decision I ever made for myself. But at this 4th of July party, a few years into my business, I was hating it. I mean, even my mom would call me out for the discomfort that I had when I talked about what I was doing. It took my husband telling me very pointedly, and I won't use his very justifiable yet stern words here, that I needed to figure this out. And he was right. I was lost. I didn't want to admit it for a very long time, and I didn't know what to do. And I didn't know what to do because I had literally done everything and was running out of options to figure it out in that container of my business, running out of options and running out of excuses. Checking to-dos off my list was not a problem for me. Taking action was not an issue. It was not for a lack of trying, that's for sure. I was lost because I was asking the wrong question. What do I do? And I was looking in the wrong direction because I was constantly looking outward when I needed to be looking inward. And the right question I needed to be asking was, who do I need to be? Every little thing used to derail me. Everything that went wrong, no matter how small, would leave me in this pattern, this cycle of overthink. What am I doing wrong? What do I need to fix in my business? Do I even know what I want? Confusion, lack of clarity. I've been there many, many times. I will probably be there again in the future. It's kind of just a common ingredient that comes along with being a business owner. You named it, I questioned it again and again and again. And as a result, I have worn many hats over my 12 years of entrepreneurship, from image consultant to personal brand developer to CEO of an online self-care content platform. And as I tried to find that perfect thing, I kept creating successful companies, but always without tapping into my own innate gifts first. I built businesses, I ran them, I scaled them, but I always left my truest self out of the picture. And it took me a long time to realize that that was the missing ingredient that kept me constantly striving for more. No business could ever be enough, fulfilling enough, financially successful enough, impactful enough, until I was willing to bring the entirety of myself and my gifts to the table. And I have a feeling 
the same is true for you too. I spent years operating from a system that said achievement equals love, joy, happiness, fulfillment. And don't get me wrong, I achieved great things and I fully, fully celebrate them. But do any of those achievements really matter when you can't find the soul behind it or within it or around it or anywhere in the vicinity of it? My guess is that you don't really want achievement if you can't also have impact and fulfillment, which means your job isn't to simply just build a company It's to build a company on the style of success that you want most. So if you're looking for the perfectly manicured five-step roadmap to becoming a successful business owner, I'm not your person and this probably isn't your podcast. So let me just save you a bunch of time. If you're looking though to channel your best work, your best strategies, your most impactful contribution to this world, I can provide the insights that will fast track your success, but it requires you to let go of other people's roadmaps. You need to know that the way that I do things is not the way other people do it. Most set out to build a business they hope will provide the lifestyle they want. I'm cultivating the lifestyle and a strong sense of self in order to build the business. I'm here because I want to remind you who you are, strong, sturdy, magnetic, and help you completely rewrite what it means to be in business. Because it is only when you look at who you are being that you can most easily and sustainably tap into the infinite abundance that is quite literally waiting at your fingertips. So I received this text not long ago from a client, and this text is why I'm doing this podcast. I have so many examples of this, and this is just one small one. So the text reads, So last night after yoga, we were chatting with the instructor and the owner of the studio. The convo led me to talk about how I had my girlfriends over to do a sisterhood thing and how we did a little release ceremony, pulled oracle cards, etc. And she invited me to do one with her at the studio. That was so freaking easy. Typed in all capital letters, by the way. I'm obviously slightly terrified because of the whole, who am I to do this? But really, who's anyone to do anything? I love this example because this is her just being her, and she got an opportunity as a result of it. This, in my opinion, is the grand lesson of just being, that in just being, we get things. We actually get the things that we want, and we actually get them much faster. But man, is that so hard to do, just be. I cannot tell you. How many mentors, guides, coaches, healers have uttered those two words to me in a session or a discussion? Just be, Shauna, just be. To which most of the time my response was, what the hell does that mean? When things feel stuck and things feel clogged up, usually our default question is, what do I need to do? How do I need to fix it? Howing is how I spent the first half of my self-employed career. I howed all over the place. What do I do? How do I do it? And Yes, it led me to learning all kinds of things about business strategy, marketing growth, business models. It's what makes me an excellent business coach because I've been through all the nooks and crannies. I've worked with thousands of business owners across many different industries, but the business strategies and the tactics, as I've come to find out, and as you probably logically know, is not the thing that determines your success or not. Because We can look at two business owners, both employing the same strategies and tactics, both doing the same things at the same time. One is successful, the other is not. And so if it's not the strategies and the tactics, then what is the difference between one person who's successful 
and the other person if they're both doing the exact same things? And what do we tell the person who's doing all of the things that the colleague next to them is doing but isn't getting the same results? What do we tell them? Do we tell them to do more? Here's what I know to be true. We don't need any more templated approaches to building businesses. This way of making money and creating impact is on its way out the door. Consumers are too sophisticated for it, especially in the service industry. Instead, we need passionate business owners channeling their own creativity, freeing themselves from the guru strategies that abound, and stepping fully into their zone of genius. I'm not saying to not be inspired. I'm not saying to seek inspiration outside of you. But realize that when you are inspired, you're actually inspired by the way people are being. Although that's probably not what you're consciously taking in from that experience. For many reasons, what usually happens is we get inspired and then seek to mirror that inspiration in our lives by following what they do. By taking their blueprint of doing and trying to apply it to our own journey, thinking it will get us what they have. Taking a marketing tactic that they're using and dragging that blueprint into our world and trying to apply it. As you may have experienced, when you do that, it rarely works. Don't mirror what they're doing. Observe how they're being. Ask, how are they showing up? What is it that is attractive to you about their identity, about their behavior? It's not the actual actions they're taking that spark you. It's how their mind works. It's how they're taking actions. It's who they're being when they're taking that action. It's actually about the confidence they feel in their own body and their skin. When we are just being, we are in the most natural and most efficient flow. Meaning, just being leads to the right actions that you're looking for that get you the things that you want. Disclaimer. This work is not about being perfect, and it's certainly not about moving through life totally unaffected. It's about getting efficient and staying as high-minded as possible. It's about the full permission to be human and about the invigoration that comes from bringing more you to the table. Because when you start to address who you are being in business, anything is possible. Your money situation, your relationship situation, your business fulfillment, any situation can change in the blink of an eye. And the solution to what you're feeling is you, but the answer to more is not more. The path to having everything you want, the impact, the income, the zest for life is diving beyond traditional business strategies so that you can first and foremost find that alignment within. I have a client that sent me a message recounting what happened the night before. She was in a grocery store and she was looking for these very specific pita chips. I asked the guy, where did they move them to? And he showed me. And me being me, this is just like owning who you are and then responding, right? There's like a million people in the store, but I don't care because I'm silly sometimes. And that's just who I am. And so I turned around and I like hold the bag of chips over my head. I'm like, I'm victorious. This man helped me find the peanut chips. (laughs) Like jumping up and down and we're up in the line to pay. And these two people who looked like, I guess, managers or something came up and they grabbed the peanut chips from me when I was trying to pay for them. I'm like, 
wait a minute. And I was like, you can't take my pita chips. And he's like, actually, we're going to give these to you for free. You were so happy about it. We're just going to give these to you. These are on us today. Well, of course, we said, thank you, thank you. And uh, Michael's like, see, you're just you. You showed joy. And then you just receive things for that. And I was like, oh, that's exactly today. Ownership of who I am. And then the things come. A tiny but such a fun and important example of how just being gets us things. I can give you hundreds of these examples in both my personal life and those of my clients where just being led to small, large, and life-changing results. What I am most interested in and what has been my life's work is how we apply just being on a bigger scale. How do you become more you and make it pay off for both you and the world? When I was spinning in my doing... The more I did, the more dissatisfied I became. I looked for answers to solve my problems in all the wrong directions before finally realizing that my solutions were not being found in business strategy sessions or by hiring marketing consultants, who, by the way, all gave me very, very different tactical things I could do to solve the same problem, to make more money, to bust past that ceiling that I was hitting. When I finally did get the right kind of support, The support that moved the needle in drastic ways in my life and business from a variety of people in the coaching, the transformation, the healing fields, they all gave me the same solution, just be. And as I said, when I was first hearing these words from them, that seemed so confusing to me. My mind couldn't grasp what they were meaning. My mind just could not make sense of it. It felt like there was this huge black hole. And my initial rebuttal was always, Okay, so you just want me to sit here and just do nothing? I mean, I need to make money. I have bills to pay. I can't just be. That's not what a high achiever does. That doesn't make sense. And that's not what just being is asking you to do. (laughs) Of course, I couldn't see that, but that's not what just being is about. My rebuttal was still a very task-oriented question. But I wasn't understanding this. I was way too obsessed with action. I was way too obsessed with more of the tactical, logical, left-brain doing. Just being means being who you ultimately really are on an expressive level. Being a soul, having a human experience, and owning that experience as yours. Being who you really are instead of constantly worrying about what you're not. Just being is a state of awareness of the whole mind, conscious and subconscious, where we are so comfortable in our own body and skin that our mind doesn't run the show. It doesn't lead us down paths of overthink, perfectionism, sabotage, resistance. Just being means, yes, quieting the mind, but also leveraging that mind which by default is constantly questioning, data harvesting, judging, assessing, asking things like, is this right? What will they think? How do I prevent it from failing? How do I make money? Do they like me? What should I do to get noticed? Just reflect back on your day-to-day. How much of your day was spent in your head thinking about the past, thinking about the future, thinking about other people? Who was in control here? Were you or was your mind? And yes, just being is about being present in each moment, but it's also more than that. It's beyond just being present in the moment. It's allowing yourself to also engage with that moment. And the way in which we engage with that moment is through our senses, through our emotions, through our feelings, through expression. 
The reason I wanted to create this podcast was to bridge the gap between what it means to just be, which is ultimately a roadmap to self-discovery, tapping into your sense of self and allowing yourself to be seen, and how that plays a role in building an abundant, legitimate, and profitable business. I have been self-employed for over a decade, and as I said, half that time I was just doing, the other half of that time I was focused on just being. Let me tell you, the former looks and feels drastically different than the latter, and the results even more so. And I'm not talking about just a small shift. I'm talking about life-transforming, core-rattling changes in myself. I mean, I'm officially one of those people who says things like, the love for myself and the happiness I feel is truly unconditional. I could never have said this before. I didn't even know what that was or what that felt like prior. I thought I understood it, but I didn't really know it. I can confidently say that I love myself no matter what emotion I'm feeling, anger, frustration, guilt, even hate, and I still can love myself. This is huge, huge for me, as you will come to find out. My level of satisfaction in my career is beyond anything I could have ever imagined, and not because it's luxurious and glamorous and I'm globetrotting. It looks almost the exact opposite of that, but I'm so satisfied. The results I get with my clients and my audience puts both of us in tears many times over because of the happiness that ensues and I don't effort. My way to getting people results, the results that just unfold as this natural byproduct of me being so tuned into just being and really being present in my experiences with my work, these results are game-changing. Now, I'm still challenged, don't get me wrong, and I enjoy the challenge, but there's no force. I also want to be clear that my path to just being and self-discovery may not look like the typical path you see out there. And I say that because my hope is that it actually looks more like your average day-to-day. So you can see that you don't have to go to Bali to find enlightenment. Although Bali is amazing and you should totally go if you want to go, but it doesn't have to look like what you see on an Instagram feed. I'm woo. Don't get me wrong. I've worked with healers. I have crystals strategically placed around my house and about $80 worth buried in my backyard. I sage the house regularly. I get my solar return chart read every year on my birthday, but I'm incredibly practical as well. And I say this because for a long time, I didn't want to do a lot of the self-discovery stuff out there because it didn't look like me. And I didn't want to become what it was that I was seeing. I was seeing what the gurus were doing, and no offense to anyone out there, I really don't mean any, but I didn't want to wear flower crowns and dance naked in the moonlight or grow my armpit hair out. That's just not me. I also kind of love nice things. And like Cinderella, I really do believe that a nice pair of shoes can change your life. So for a long time, I felt this polarization that I had to pick one path or the other. Practicality, logic, capitalism, you know, someone who appreciates a little bit of lux in their life, or this out there, mystical, intuitive witch who lives in the woods. And it felt like I just could not find my box for a really long time. Um, A lot of that was driven by black and white thinking, which we will unpack, but I wanted my Louboutins. But I also kind of did like to be the weirdo who lives in the woods as a recluse. I know it sounds incredibly obvious to say this, and logically I understood it as you probably do, but I didn't know 
like in my heart, in my soul, know that I could just be, that I could just be whatever I wanted. Stepping into just being has changed everything. And it's the absolute last place I was looking for a solution. It's like there's life before chocolate and sea salt and there's life after chocolate and sea salt. And this right here, what we're talking about was what I was missing because I was so busy and a lot of times busy avoiding my feelings and living in my head. Sometimes I want to say this This is what I've been missing all this time because I was so busy avoiding emotions. And it's not so much that I'm looking around me and saying this. It's that I'm looking within me and I'm feeling how I feel now about myself, about my ability to handle whatever comes my way, about my resiliency. And I am just overwhelmed with amazement. Yeah, I said that. I'm freaking amazed with myself. And man, it feels really good to say that because it was so not this way. So not this way for a very, very long time. The irony of all of this is that I have literally been in the field of helping transform people my whole life. One of my colleagues, Sarah, put it best when she said, it's the irony of being inside the jar and not being able to read the label. It's the entrepreneur's complex, especially a coach's complex, to be able to deliver results to others, but not be able to do it as effectively for yourself. We're just too close to ourselves sometimes. But if you wanted to know how to get the guy to like you, I was your go-to gal in high school. You wanted to ace the interview. I had a demonstration for that that I had built in 4-H. You wanted to look cuter. I knew how to put together flattering outfits. I started off my self-employed career becoming an image consultant, and it could not have been a more perfect fit for who I was in that moment. I loved everything about it. It was the perfect place for me to park my skill sets and my talents that I had at that point in my life. I mean, I was built for that job. And that first year in business, as you'll come to find out, was one of the easiest years because I was just being. I hadn't yet had an opportunity to have many years under my belt as a self-employed individual. So I didn't even know what it was I should be worrying about. They say ignorance is bliss. And frankly, that is why that first year really felt so easy for me. I wasn't in my head about what was going wrong in the future. I was just present. I was just excited. I felt a real sense of purpose. I felt that I should be there. Imposter syndrome wasn't a thing because I was just too ignorant to know that it was a thing. Now, mind you, I was also very young. I was young enough to not know that it was a thing. I was 21, 22. And that is why I can point to very specific milestones in my journey and see as a result of me just being why I had spikes of abundance and success show up. And then I can also correlate with when I got away from being, when I was too much in my head, when I was too much in my perfectionism and in my overthink, and I was too busy figuring it all out and enforce. I was doing and all the strategies and tactics and I was completely neglecting my expression and the results showed that. The lack of results showed that. And to be honest, after that first year in business, the more I started to move into the sphere of business ownership, that sense of self and that connection to myself started to dwindle. And it started to dwindle for a few reasons. One is that I was not deeply grounded in who I was to begin with. I knew how to achieve, but I did not know how to fail. I did not know how to be with failure. So most of my life was spent avoiding mistakes rather than cultivating who I was. Put another way, and a question I often pose to my audience is, are you more focused on success looking forward, or are you more focused on avoiding failure? 
And as I said, the smallest things in my personal and professional life would derail me big time internally. Externally, I could put on a show. I could put on a facade so you would never know it. But internally, I was constantly spiraling. This is actually what made me so good at being an image consultant because I had mastered facades. We'll talk about that in a later episode. So if I could stay busy, I was okay. If I could achieve, I was okay. If I had to just be, I was deeply uncomfortable. The second thing that took me further away from myself and my flow over the years is that I started surrounding myself naturally in a business community, which of course led to knowing more. So that whole ignorance is bliss thing wore off. And the more that I knew, the more I was susceptible to worrying about different things that I had previously just, you know, didn't know to worry about. Started comparing myself, lots of thoughts of I should be further along or I'm not where I should be. The third element that moved me away from myself was that I moved away from my feelings. And I moved away from my feelings that I was having in any given moment because a lot of my judgment around what I thought I needed to be was more serious. And the more serious stuff was in the more logical business building tactics and strategies. And so I started to think that what I was doing was not enough, that me feeling good Me doing something that I loved, which some may judge as fluffy or maybe even stupid or silly, that that was not what a serious professional does. And so I trudged along on my path of business ownership and I got further and further away from doing what lights me up, doing what I'm passionate about, being who I really was. And in fact, those were the places that I did need to be emanating from and I just completely lost that. And so because I started focusing more so on, I need to be taken seriously. What I thought that meant was I need to do more. I need to think bigger. I need to hustle. I need to grind strategies, tactics, know it all. And all of that, by the way, is externally referenced, focusing more so on what it should look like. And that is when I went into all the howing all over my business, all the shooting all over my business and further and further and further away from the big thing that's really important, which is impact. The most important work that you can do in your business to get what you say you want is to do the work on yourself because you are the only one that is going to get in the way of your success. I really believe that a human builds a business, but a soul is what makes it thrive. A business is not meant to be transactional, especially service-based businesses, which is predominantly the audience that I speak to. And if you're a service provider, hear me, it cannot just be transactional. You are not there to just make money. You are not there to simply deliver a service. The feeling and the emotion is what keeps people coming back. You being a human with a soul that is being seen and allowing yourself to express it is what magnetizes people in. You cannot magnetize your abundance. You cannot attract and pull people in and keep them there if you are shutting yourself off from your expression if you are stuffing down your emotions, if you are not wanting to feel, if you are only living in your logical mind. Thank God one of my coaches told me a few years ago, Shauna, you've got to drop the logic because what you do in this world is not going to make any logical sense to anyone. And you've got to be okay with that. Now, the logic is not inherently bad. I don't want anyone to take that away from this podcast. We need the left brain. We need the analytics. We need the doing, of course. We need the data collection. We need research. But when you're completely neglecting who you're being, then you will burn out. You will hit a ceiling of time, money, or energy to which you will not be able to break through because you're relying on logic alone. I am here on this podcast 
hopefully offering you an example, not a template, not a blueprint, just sharing my experience, sharing the lessons I've learned, sharing the lessons of others, not so you can borrow our tactics, but so you can see more examples, so you can witness other people just being and getting results from it. So we can talk more about this so that I can hopefully open a door of permission for you to just be, to just be yourself. So this is a part of my story. This is me. And this is me just being. SVB here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Just Being and that you'll be continuing along this journey with us in the next episode. In the meantime, I have pulled something from my personal toolbox and posted it for you over at my website on shaunavanbogart.com. You will definitely want this in your back pocket. It is for tapping into your truth quickly and getting unstuck fast. It is my personal three-sentence journaling hack that I use on a regular basis that helps me get really clear feel better and attract what I really want. It's to help me get out of my head and into motion and into inspired action as fast as possible. You can find this tool over at shaunavanbogart.com forward slash get light. Just Being is produced by Jeremy Enns and the team at Counterweight Creative. Special thanks to Sarah Ashman and her team, Shauna Hader, Michael Weston, and Kelly Elizabeth for making this labor of love look and feel as beautiful as I felt creating it. And to my right-hand woman, Jess Butler, for always keeping me in line. 